Hey everybody, welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age. How you all doing? Hi. I'm, I'm good enough, I mean. Okay, cool, cool. I'm sitting on my couch playing 16. today. I hope That's you listening good. at home or like on your commute or wherever you listen to this uh, just said out loud how you're doing. I really appreciate that level of commitment. Do you see the map? Where is the map? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone at home, please tell me where the map is. Because I lost it. Oh no, Dave, why? The map. No, uh, that actually didn't happen today. <laughs> Anyhow. Our poor defaced, our poor defaced battle van. Last time, our uh, uh, heroes uh, picked up the pieces after their successful diversion of the rampaging Tarasque and uh, uh, got themselves a bit of a fill-up for their uh, uh, turbocharger in order to make the trip to Eridu and find out just what's been going on with uh, Scarlet's grandmother and other extended family. Uh, and, you know, really the, know the rest of the else. city. Uh, <laughs> for, for that sake. And the whole Empire thing. It's uh, kind of a big yeah, deal. Kind of a big deal. Uh, Dragonborn this, are important. This folly important. What, excuse me? <laughs> what? But in order to get there, uh, you figure the best way would be to get airborne, and Rip has a plan. Uh, uh, trust me, he does. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, tough guy, out with it. Uh, he uh, tells you, hey, remember <laughs> back when we were on our way to uh, the to the Colossus, and I pointed out th those rapids with the great big waterfall, Jedna's Folly. Oh, no. Remember yeah. last time we, we I... got flying from, like, dropping from a great height? I think we could do it again. If I remember correctly, Jedna either lived or died, of course, <laughs> to the stories. <laughs> the uh, incredibly accurate story of Jedna. Only, oh. That means we've narrowed it down to only two possibilities. It's true. It's a 50-50 shot. Alright, uh, so... That, that seems to actually be the best case right now, there being no great ramps around. Uh, and what ha what have we learned about 50-50 shots as long as slots is around? Uh, they get, they get sure weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 50-50 shots happen at least. It becomes 100-100 shot when slots is around, which, uh, don't think about it. Let's go. I like those odds. <laughs> That looks, that I can't like lose. I, 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 or can I? Live avoid and will definitely die. I can't lose. Or wait, can I only lose? I like those That's odds the spirit. because those are all the odds. <laughs> those are them. It's comforting oh not having to choose. How many million to one shots have we made at this point? I mean, a 50-50 shot is pretty There was good. a movie called A Million to Juan. Like, there was a guy named Juan, and he got, like, a million dollars, I think, probably, was the concept of the movie. I only saw it once on HBO when I was a kid, but let me tell you, I'll never forget the name A Million to Juan. <laughs> so that just... was probably the entire pitch of the, for the movie as well. All right. Yeah. Who's going to take the lead in preparing uh, the battle van to, to float downriver? Hang on, um, let me roll this dice at random and see if I do. Hi, weirdness. Your shadow detaches and flits around <laughs> you. Okay, I'm busy being Peter Pan over here, so okay, if someone else is going to have to take care of it. shadow and staple it to the boat to seal it? To make an impromptu parachute out of it. Shadows are waterproof. <laughs> it's They're true. Me. It's very true. Wow, this, weird, this weirdness gives me a plus two to all attacks, but a minus two to all saves. This is pretty great. 
too bad I used it. Too bad you wasted it outside of battle. Oh, oh. I'll just attack somebody. Okay. Perhaps I'll just I could attack the rapids. I have a proposal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Use... Here, this is, could... you're moving too quickly for me, Scarlet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, you guys used to be attached um, at the hip. I don't know what happened. <laughs> anyway, I'm saying maybe for, uh, we could uh, convert my hold portal spell into a uh, hold the boat together spell. All right, um, all right. I mean, your boat would have to become a portal of some kind. I, I mean, well, means I mean, door is, in this is, a, is a mode of transportation not a portal no problem. To Let me go blast place. a hole in the bottom. <laughs> it's not a portal to adventure. You, I've got to read this. Uh, I'm sure that with Mint's help, I could uh, reconfigure the spell to think the bottom of the boat is. Hey, a hey, hmm? hey, hey. Okay, so I remember reading this magazine article by this like leading metaphysicist or something that apparently all things in existence are either boat or cage <laughs> and so if the boat you know battle van is clearly boat and a door is like also boat and since the boats Doors are boat, cages mm, the lock is a cage the, the door cargo hold is, is probably but what if what if you have a door and you block the door shut there's no lock being present but you're still caging someone in and then or the object blocking is the cage. All things is boat or cage. <laughs> so, all you have to do is make both things like equally boat or equally cage. And I'm thinking boat in this case. Um, and then we should be able to just like consider them equivalent to one another. Because I think that's how metaphysics works. This checks this out. out. Yes. This is, this is definitely... How about... <laughs> How no, about I, I, I just... I think that was right. What if I just used my music to help, you know, adapt this into a boat? What if we built a barrel big enough to put the battle Bel van in before we think... went over the falls? Oh, so now Can you're hero-questing do... Jedna's Folly? That's fantastic. What, what if I stand on my head so gravity is down and we just fly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what I if we all pick like up the boat together the and then throw it? Can you? Can you do a completely like a solo that is so face melting that if water would come in contact with the battle van and then like leak inside it instead evaporates because that's how hot this solo is we could do a supercharged version then, wait, does of the solo evaporate or the battle van evaporate no the water evaporates oh, oh, the water like, evaporates. We, have, we have like five working plans that'll definitely work as long as we put them so into we action. should do all of them and oh, then... we should do all of them at the same time <laughs> You'll, you'll you all be exhausted turning it into a boat and no one left to do the rest of the thing. <laughs> but okay. It will be a really good boat. Okay. <laughs> that no one manages to steer or anything afterwards, but it'll be an awesome boat. Well, but I mean, I, a boat doesn't steers itself. I, right, which I plan admit, are I'm we going with? I admit I'm slightly confused. We have to readapt this to a boat when we've floated it on water before, haven't we? Uh, we that's back when you had barge. You, you, yeah, we, you uh, rolled it onto a barge. Yeah, okay. That the people All right. This is a caulk and float situation. But what the question I... is whether it's musical caulk or a hold portal that's ritual caulk, etc. Look, hands are as far as I go, buddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just supercharge your, your spell that creates a musical road. 
huh? I can't. I can only do that once a day. That's a really <laughs> difficult song, and I'm tired. I don't feel like playing it right now, Scarlet. Thank you very much. Hmm. I'll just make some musical pontoons and a musical sail. It's just a sheet. It's just a sheet. It's not any trouble at all. While they're talking, I'm just gonna fly there on Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very. There we go. So curse, nice curse card. I did I mean that one? I did not mean that one. I meant the in one. <laughs> clearly. Oh, uh, look at that! I rolled only very slightly better. Uh, no, no, that that works out. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so you've got some uh, uh, magical musical pontoons of that sort of shimmering, humming uh, melodiousness that you're all very used to uh, hanging out with Bella this long. And uh, you roll it into the uh, the river, and it seems pretty seaworthy, you know, for you, you aren't going to be there long because you see the rapids approaching. Who is taking the helm to navigate the rapids? Me! Yes, okay. It is our de facto captain. Uh, hey, we Holmes agreed we were going to take turns being the captain. Yes, we did. I think it's my turn right now, though? Yeah, no, I totally. It I just, okay. Okay. There's no de facto we'll... captain. I mean, technically, the helmsman is the person who steers. I've seen Mint driving it the most myself. I Rip drive, drove it that one time, and that's when oh, we yeah. almost that's crashed one. into a dragon. Rip is very <laughs> sleepy right now. As you can see, because he hasn't taken his short rest. He's He still only has 10 HP. Poor Rip. Uh, but yes, uh, as you might expect from a, a River Rapids, the water is moving very rapidly. Uh, it's crashing over rocks. There are whirls and eddies that, that are uh, strange to navigate, and the battle van, uh, all pontooned up, is very, very large. Actually, much larger than your average uh, river raft. So it's going to be even trickier to, to not get too banged up. So, uh, Mint, uh, tell me how you're dealing with these, these challenges to, to not break upon the rocks. To not break upon the rocks. Well, it's like... Water is like space in a lot of ways. Because there's other things in it and you can move through it. And the other things hey, man, in it can are I ask rocks. You a question? Yeah. Is space a boat or a cage? Space is a cage, man. Space right. can't take you anywhere, so it must be cage. It's probably because you, you can't leave space. No, you're trapped. Because space is everywhere around you, infinitely. Like, we yeah. say things, so but we can't you're go. You're always inside space, so it must yeah. be cage. Probably. That's a good question. You can never escape from space. Alright, so... I figure that, like, driving... The, oh, God. Oh, what if I crash it just like I crashed my mom's car down? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Mint's going to freak out. Mint's getting psyched over? out. Somebody grab the helm. I'm, I'm, taking the I'm losing it. I'm taking it. I have one arm. It's not... I'll just stand here and sing she Santa. I'm taking the wheel from Mint. Okay. Mint starts crying a little. All right. <laughs> Scarlet, uh, how are you navigating this? Uh, you've got... Less time to react. It's here come the rocks. Um, uh, um you, you could just say I steer boat real good if that's I what it comes down my, to. I steer the boat really good. I I can summon mage hands to help me steer. Use your use your shield magic to just like put it up and like bounce off rocks. You know, yeah, that's a good way. idea. Right? Awesome. Let's do that. That's awesome. Yeah, do that thing. 
that I just told you to do. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like having like a like a like a in in science fiction a ship with shields in different directions, except mm-hmm. except it's boat and we in water. So it's a ship. Okay. Also. <laughs> boat. So uh, g- give me a intelligence based uh, background check. Please. Twenty four. Okay. Okay. And uh, as the the boat is bouncing around uh, in in the currents and and riding the waves, uh, it eventually tips over the edge, which was the plan all along, of course. And building up speed, uh, you, you've done this all once, so you've got a plan in place uh, to turn freefall into flight. Uh, who is executing this plan? I have a great plan. Okay. What is what is your plan? Let me tell you all about it. Okay, so you know how chaos mages aren't supposed to be able to cast rituals? It says, like, specifically in the book, not a ritual caster? Mm-hmm. Well, I say, heck to that, with my house-ruled magic, uh, magic mirror thing that lets me steal you guys' power. Um, I have uh, Scarlet Wizard powers right now, so I think I should be able to ritualize. I just don't know what spell I'm going to use until I draw it from my car- card at random. Hope it's not. This sounds like charm fun. person or something. <laughs> Slots is sure like something will happen. Slots is like, don't worry, everybody, I got this. Um, and he starts rambling out a huge long list of ingredients that he needs for his ritual. And then everybody runs off to get them. And let me just draw this card at random. Um, it's an attack card. Let me look through the attack ones to see what a good attack is. Uh, force tentacle. Yeah, those are cool. Um, Wait, I don't so, have that spell. Well, just go get the stuff, Scarlet. I'm driving. I don't care. I'm driving. Tentacle's driving. I'm, you're a tentacle. Who's driving? <laughs> Surprise. Uh, anyway, the point is, while everybody's gone getting stuff, Slots just kind of casts Force Tentacle, and it's a ritual. And you know Hungry Stars? Those are pretty cool. Those fly and have tentacles. Let's just temporarily turn this whole thing into a Hungry Star. How could it go wrong, huh? Okay, all right. That sounds like fun. Uh, <laughs> give me uh, an intelligence-based background check for for this ritual, because that's also how rituals be. That is true. Guess what my intelligence is? Not great. Well, it's not awful. Okay. It's like some kind 20 of plus level plus background. Background. Let's see, we're going to go with the Natural Magician. And this is technically an attack. Well, whatever. This is kind of like both an attack and a background check, so we can say that that high weirdness just kind of cancels itself out, huh? I suppose that makes sense. Here we go, 23. 23. We're a hungry star, you're a tentacle, I'm a tentacle. (laughs) And it all feels kind of weird, but it does... uh, uh, Here's what happens. Uh, As... Uh, uh, Bella's pontoons uh, uh, are attached. They uh, reduce the maneuverability of the the, the battle van, so it's uh, uh, large and unwieldy. Uh, it's sitting uh, uh, heavy as well in, in the river, which is not something you want for this job. But uh, with uh, a Scarlet's piloting and uh, uh, shield spell up, you manage to only lose one uh, stability on the battle van, so you're down to two now. Right. 
Uh, at, but mm-hmm. the uh, uh, fall is well. I guess after all of the many things you've fallen off of, it's kind of old hat by now. Hell yeah! <laughs> but being turned into a hungry star is actually pretty new. So... Yay! That's what I'm here for, everybody. Uh, new experiences. So this is uh, an attack on everybody's MD. I'm only going to roll once. Uh, 14. I think everyone Hooray. beats that. So It turns out everyone was already a hungry star. The, the uh, You know, shapes. I'm used to shapes. Weird psychic backlash of being turned into a thing you are not and having instincts that you are not. You just sort of shake it off because you are hardened badasses. Uh, in the end, that went pretty well for you, considering uh, uh, rather below-par rolls, but yeah, yes. Uh, eventually, the hungry star-ism subsides, and, and uh, normalcy is returned to for whatever uh, counts as that these days in your lives. <laughs> uh, not much, really. Uh, from w- with the uh, the hungry star boost, uh, the the wings are already extended, and you're at your cruising altitude, uh, enjoying of thirty feet, <laughs> enjoying the uh, the midday sun uh, over the empire. It's quite lovely, and uh, this is when. Uh, where am I in my notes? Do do do. <laughs> This is when uh, Strawberry Gelato suddenly sits up with a start. Uh, You notice that her uh, gown is now just covered in pictures of pumpkins, and you don't remember her going to change. But uh, (laughs) magic. Now she uh, she goes over the uh, the bow and uh, lowers herself on a rope to scrape off the top layer of paint on the Muscle Wizard. Uh, She she sees the the muscliness underneath and says oh dear who did this Mm-mm-mm. and uh, it was manuel <laughs> oh i'm gonna have to give him a shake of the hand and then oh. that's when uh she repaints it uh, over uh, uh um she turns the muscle wizard into a mummy wizard and begins decorating the place for spookums night spookums night it's i love spookums, spookums night. night spookums night everyone loves spookums night there are. I mean, I is guess. it already Spookums Night? Yeah, it's Spookums Night. Oh no, it's the Spookums Night. A heavily plated man in pumpkin armor. <laughs> so wait, he's heavily plated, but his armor is made of pumpkins. <laughs> it's pumpkin plate. Okay, calm down. Heavy pumpkin plate. It has plus five AC, but for one attack. <laughs> After that, it just falls off. And by Spooky. the next morning, it's all rotten and smelly, and it's just, it's awful. <laughs> uh, and so you, you've got the place all decorated up. Uh, Strawberry starts telling stories of all the great spook of nights she's had over the last 10 years or so, once she learned to uh, to really enjoy the, the holiday living inside the Empire. It's not much a, a elf queen thing but oh she just loves being around imperial people this time of year it's a just a, a grand old time uh so what uh, uh let's go who's got something 
Who's spooky? Who's who's feeling spooky? What do I've got this dish of uh, candy corn? It they're okay, so they're they're corn. It's corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. It looks like it, right? Right. It sure does. Scarlet, see corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take a bite. Um. Okay. It's actually not corn on the cob. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it's some sort of candy. <laughs> what did it taste like? What did it taste like? I think it's probably like peanut butter. And um, excuse me for a moment. I, I run to the bathroom, which is the and cardinal holds. I think I got these from Nav, actually. <laughs> so that completely, I don't know what these are. That said, <laughs> um, where did you so find these? Uh, Bella has some uh, of the, the traditional Spookum Night snacks, of course, of course. Uh, Manuel. Does, what, how does Manuel celebrate Spookum's night up in the air? Manuel? Manuel? By dying, apparently. He's spooky dead. <laughs> how did, oh. uh, okay. He's, uh, he's hiding so that he can, he can scare us. Scarlet, then. Uh, how does Scarlet... Uh... By throwing up. <laughs> That's only the, the beginning of the night. Um, let's see. I'm sure I could uh, uh, use my, you know, magic to create some sort of a really spooky uh, show, you know? Okay. I, could, I can do the best finger puppets in the world because <laughs> I don't actually need to use fingers. Wow, everyone, it's Scarlet's renowned puppet show again. Check that out, sluts. Hey. Wow. The puppet show that Scarlet does. It's so good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, if this you're going to is... be like that, I can just play... Uh, a scary show on the recorded uh, crystal ball. The spooky part about this is that this is in fact not a conversation between Bella and Scarlet. This is a conversation between Puppet Bella and Puppet Scarlet that Slots <laughs> is doing. And then in the background of that conversation is a Slots puppet that is holding three smaller puppets. <laughs> and I thought you were going to say it was a puppet or is a, it was a conversation that Puppet Bella and Puppet Slots were having in Scarlet's show and they were just like, wow, Scarlet is really good at puppet <laughs> shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's actually a smaller puppet show that's taking place on a small uh, magic hand puppet that uh, oh. the puppet Scarlet is holding. This is I'm usually spooky. not much for, for puppet shows, but this this is nice. It's very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if we're all puppets in a greater puppet show? <laughs> Says said puppet Bella. What if we're all boats in a greater cage? Don't is, even joke. Is the final episode Boat just the camera, just, just uh, the video cutting out, and it, just all of us waving at the people? Yeah, uh, all of us slowly applauding. Well, that was spooky. Who has a costume? Yeah, I do. What, what's, uh... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so Scarlet has a um, sort of a Day of the Dead-inspired uh, costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, her face painted with uh, bones. So more uh, more in the dwarven style, the, uh... Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but the thing with Spookum's Night, though, the, is that it's supposed to be sort of an uplifting, like, happier take on the thing. Yeah. So she's wearing more brighter colors than a typical, like, Day of the Dead right. setup. So probably, like, she's probably actually wearing red because she her skin's painted a different color this time. There's nothing happier than a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. Skeleton's are very happy. Uh, s- yeah, I wasn't kidding. It. They're always smiling. I wasn't kidding. Uh, is, is Slots contib- contributing to the festivities, and is he dressed up in, in any specific yeah, way? Yeah, Slots, Slots is dressed up as the Grand Emperor, who was the current Emperor's 
uh, grandfather um, whose slots had a personal hand in uh, destroying and dethroning and that kind of thing, but nobody gets it. They just think he's dressed up fancy. You're just a rich guy? What? Ah, you guys need to read your history books, or I guess they <laughs> probably didn't print that in history books. Uh, is he doing anything else uh, in the party, or just being his jovial self? Uh, he's being his usual jovial self. Doesn't steal anything or anything, much to the chagrin of the listeners who insist that he's a one-armed bandit. All right. Uh, brings us up to Mint. Does Mint partake in Spookum's night festivities? And if so, uh, how? Gen- generally, kind of, uh, kind of no. Actually, that was never really, you know, we never really did anything out in Crendel for that. You know, it's just not something yeah, like we we knew what it was and usually there would be like a handful of tourists who would act kind of surprised when we didn't have any like spookums night sale on just whatever because they just want a sale all the time um but it was it's just you know it wasn't really a big part of you know what i did going up like i i like it, it's something that we read about you know this is something other people do yeah, um, like, uh, people, when they're getting in their costumes, are asking Strawberry for, like, oh, what did Mint look like dressed up? And she's like, no, we didn't do that <laughs> back then. Nope. No, nope. That's, that's not how we roll. Then again, I do Spookums. Like, like someone's going to have to, like, tell me the story of Spookums Night or whatever, because I, <laughs> I don't know this shit. Oh, I'm, I guess. I'm a little lost. Like, is it is it about skeletons or puppets or what? <laughs> Okay, so there was a guy named Spookum, No, wait, 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 wait. Maybe we should all yeah. take turns and just say one sentence of that famous Spookum <laughs> story that we all know so well. We'll get to that after, uh, just after Manuel. Manuel. Mm. Uh, d- does Manuel uh, celebrate, and if so, how, and is he dressed up? Well, traditionally, Manuel didn't celebrate much during his youth, uh, being born to a bandit horde of gnolls and then abandoned into the woods. But uh, recently, I mean, he's become quite enamored with masquerade balls and the, the like. He takes it he takes it to understand that it's simply an occasion to dress erotically. So, Manuel... Um... I mean, that's what people do, right? They dress up and everybody... Everybody looks all nice, so... Is Manuel has... a sexy ghostbuster, is the question. No, Manuel is a sexy ghostbuster, because he but is... But you repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but he is based... Uh, he has a costume based on Claude Luminor's uh, seminal play, Hydruid Higher Passions. <laughs> so he's got a very long blonde wig, uh, completely bare-chested, and is covered in oils. It's, it, it's Manuel, not... we're gonna have to have a talk about What do you mean bare-chested? Did you shave... Manuel shaved. Manuel oh shaved. no! Oh god! He's very pale. <laughs> this is, is a nightmare. Like... Happy Spookums night. <laughs> this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. It is. He raises more questions about the nature of Spookums night. Is Manuel like? Is he like a third the size without fur on? <laughs> Listen, Manuel has like unwittingly. Manuel has unwittingly <laughs> become the scariest part of Spookums night, and he has won. He's won Spookums night. <laughs> Oh, Man, well, the, the point of Spookum's Night is to overcome fear, not create it. I don't not create it forever in the minds of all of your former I friends. I have no idea what you could be talking about. Okay. Don't, where did you get all this oil? <laughs> and why? 
Well, now it's time to tell. Now did Nav leave it behind? Is that his cooking oil? Bella, Bella pulls out uh, something is cooking under this oil. I'll tell you. Bella, Bella pulls oh. out a contraption that uh, Tran had made at some point, and she uh, she points it up under her chin and turns it on, and it generates a very bright light just on its own. But it makes and... a really loud hum that makes it impossible to hear what she's saying. <laughs> she turns it off after a second. No, it does not do that. And she Fine. says, "I think, I think now it's time to tell the story of uh, Spookum's Night. Who would like to start?" Uh, I'll, I'll start you off, and then we can go in whatever order, but... Right, she reaches through the fourth wall it's and hands be much of a start <laughs> Because it begins long, long ago in the Empire, dot, dot, dot. Okay, so who would like to start? Yeah. It begins long, long ago in the Empire. Oh, Come on, no. y'all remember this. Slots, take it away. Uh, 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 uh. Blind, long, long ago. That was. Oh, sorry. I was actually remembering the opening scene to the theme song of the famous claymation of this story. Sorry. Yeah, they don't use that instrument much anymore. <laughs> the groan bellow. <laughs> anyway, it began long, long ago in the Empire when. Uh, sorry. A warship of skeletons and undead was approaching from Necropolis. We should have an order for this. Uh, you say who you're gonna pass initiative, it off to? Scarlet. I was just gonna. Oh, hey, initiative's not a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, that's true. All right, seven. <laughs> Let's attack just this story. Just go ahead story. and say yours is the top initiative <laughs> slot since you're the number one. <laughs> I am the. Number oh one. Jesus! <laughs> Damn, Bella. Bella's like, oh me, me. I love this part. Come on. Seventeen. <laughs> Okay, Bella, but you better do a voice. I don't do voices. <sighs> With all that full training, I mean, you'd think. <laughs> I know I have to keep my I have to keep my voice perfect and pristine. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to counterbalance rips with yeah, cucumbers. What order are you going at, Mint? The uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the, listening. Oh, Mint is being know told the story. The story. Oh, yeah, Mint doesn't know. Yeah. Educate. Right, so I guess that's everybody. So, is next. So, well, also, also, Strawberry should probably tell some of it. Strawberry, so, if uh, you like. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Go. What the hell, sluts? <laughs> anyway, anyway, this uh, this ship full of skeletons was actually a merchant vessel. Uh, some legends say that the skeletons themselves were merchants, but other legends say that they had just uh stolen what? it from merchants, and others what? still suggest that perhaps. <laughs> The merchants had become skeletons themselves. <laughs> what, what were they selling? Perhaps the skeletons were inside the merchants all along. <laughs> she passes it off to Strawberry. And then the skeletons were the deep. <laughs> Strawberry brings her finger down that incredible run-on sentence. So, ah, yes, here we are. <laughs> uh, Verbatim. <laughs> Grammatical rules were different back then. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, I love this part. And... <laughs> They unloaded their wares into Axis, and everyone could see that something wasn't quite right. She passes the book to Scarlet. Hmm. You gotta pass the flashlight, too. Of course. Okay. It turns out their shipment had been tainted. I pass it on immediately. Hmm. To Manuel. It was the foul taint. 
of Lich King. <laughs> Listen, Ben, it's not supposed to be funny. Manuel, you're not allowed to talk anymore tonight. <laughs> Fine, I pass the. I pass the. Back to slots. I really like the idea of Manuel making every part of Spooky's Night really erotic. <laughs> Like, like we'll every time he gets it, it's just like. <laughs> and then their loincloths fell off. Wait, what? That wasn't part of That's... it. Oh, sorry, I got my own script for my screenplay. <laughs> oh, this too. is my fan fiction. Although my. Anyway, Slots holds the flashlight under his own face, and it like doesn't really work because his face is kind of a flat plane. <laughs> But anyway, he reads the next part. Where the people had, where the good people had been expecting candies and sweets, instead they found maggots and insects and other horrible things. And then I pass it along to Bella. <clears throat> the people, as you might imagine, did not eat these maggots and insects and other horrible things. <laughs> really? At least what? not too much. <laughs> At least not no, too much. Only a little bit. Only a taste. Passing it off to Strawberry. <laughs> The, uh, the Emperor was wise and knew that this wouldn't do. Something had to be done. Uh, and passed to Scarlet. And so he had to forge an alliance that nobody thought would ever be forged. I pass it on to Manuel tepidly. <laughs> I'm just gonna click, uh, watch the initiative list. I'll click next every time it's someone else's turn. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. I feel like everybody has kind of passed it off to me. Are you going to make this one sexy, Manuel? <laughs> I mean, they did form an alliance. And no. So they'd have to come together? They would have to come... No! This is not what's happening in this story. Mm. The Emperor went to the Necropolis to meet <laughs> this witch. Okay, I can't! You can't constantly be waiting for something to turn sexy! I don't know, you seem to do all I, the I time. Don't know. Like, like, two in a row, we sort of start to expect No! I, all he said was the Emperor forged his way to the to the belly of the necropolis. <laughs> and then he growled at the Lich King. Oh, Lich King. How I've lost <laughs> You've been a naughty. Manuel, it's not I, your snatched, turn anymore. I snatched the book out of Manuel's hands as he starts to go off the trail again. Oh, uh, I lost my place. I need to find the page again. Oh, damn it. This is your doing. I only did I only did the first bit. I don't the know rest. what you're talking about. I didn't do anything. I mean the collective. <laughs> So, so yeah, the uh... Uh, it was went down to the right, the, the tombs beneath Axis to forge the most unlikely alliance. He forged an alliance, um, with with the vampire lord who lived in the depths. Uh, this vampire lord, uh, scourge of Axis, um, was the only one who knew how to turn away these. Uh, disgusting merchants and their horrible wares. I'm losing it. Um, so the, va the vampire underlord of Axis was actually not quite a real vampire. He was, of course, um, a former skeleton trader himself, and he uh, <clears throat> he told the emperor to cast these maggots away. You must, and then it cuts off here. I don't know what it is. Can you? What's this part say? 
to cast these maggots away, you must uh, find a way to shake their bones apart. And as he, as the wise emperor looked at the uh, merchant skeletons and their rattling bones, he had an idea. We can defeat this with the power of music. You know? And then they all fucked. <laughs> God damn No, okay. Hmm. <sighs> However, this was a vile, enchanted song that enslaved all who heard it. And then they... Big finish slots. <laughs> and then they themselves dressed in skeletons' garbs and the garb of other horrible creatures, and oh, they, they danced the and made merry. They danced and made merry, and <sighs> then pr- then Prince Alexander. Oh yeah, I know. No, yeah, I know this part. I love this part. So they danced and made merry, and the skeleton merchants thought, of course, that these were uh, fellow skeletons. They took them. They took them out uh, for a night of the most incredible skeleton fun that you can have, which is, of course, shaking people down for candy. <laughs> yeah, that's spookums now. With all the candy uh, uh, collected, they began to eat it. And uh, uh, that is when we knew the true skeletons from the imitators. And all as the, the candy fell through their bones... The, uh, the skeleton merchants were revealed and could be shaken, shaken apart and driven to the sea. Yeah. And so, ever since, on this very day, every year since then, the Empire has celebrated with the feet, with uh, endless festivities including Manuel (laughs) endless festivities including I believe people just dress up and eat a lot of candy and get violently ill is that not I mean according to I'm not according to the story it's just what I've known that's more or less it in my own experience (laughs) and dare each other to eat the grossest things they can find well we haven't done that yet oh Oh, well we guess we have well rips the sleeve so yeah, I'm sure he's got some fish asses festering in that beard still <clears throat> to this very day. <laughs> to this very day, it was. It's only been like a day <laughs> since he turned the flashlight off. The flashlight's battery dies. Hooray! Spookum's night, everybody. And that's the story of Spookum's night. Now let's read the sequel story one word at a time. <laughs> oh dear, no. <laughs> no, let's not. That's for the next holiday Wait, that we make up. What's, okay. What's uh, the sequel to Spookum's night. <laughs> so I need a costume. <laughs> Uh, I believe Spookum. it's called Halloween Town 2, Space Calabar's Spookum. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Uh, it stars Bette Midler. Oh, no. <laughs> That's another one entirely. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Yeah. Slots has to go stand outside for a minute. 